Nice, right at the beginning. <laughs> so good. So our, our third host sneezes to introduce himself. Yes. Well, let's get started. Let's do it. Hello! <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Critic, a real contender production. My name is Jordan. And I am CJ. Yes, you are. I am, I am <laughs> CJ. Jordan here is our uh, studied and credentialed critic about all things film. And CJ is our resident nerd. I always stumble on the word resident. Resident nerd. Resident Not nerd. Resident, resident nerd. Resident nerd. What are you wearing today, CJ? So I knew you'd ask this question. Uh, I only have my Superman belt on, uh, but knowing that we were recording today, I, believe it or not, am wearing... Superman cologne. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have Superman everything, including cologne. You do smell more powerful today. <laughs> do, do I? <sighs> you smell like you can see right through things. Um, we also have a third host today. We do. Uh, I will introduce him. His name is Cal, and this is my son. Uh, I had to take him tonight because my wife has, a, has a, a rehearsal for a film that she's doing. And so... I am with our baby. Here he is. He's <laughs> there. He goes. <laughs> he uh, he's kind of he is somewhat of a nerd critic baby because he was not around when we started this. That is true. That is yeah. true. He had not been quite born yet. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I remember that when before he was born, we were planning on maybe taking him to Deadpool. Uh, oh but yeah. It was a little. It was a few more weeks before we started taking him to movie. To what, what was his first movie? What was his first movie? You know what? I should know this. Was it Solo? Did you take him to Solo? Uh, no, you saw Solo with me. Yeah, I saw yeah, Solo yeah. with you. I, I cannot... This is embarrassing. I can't remember. Because we, we did like a string of like three movies. And I can't remember what they were now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just... It's escaping me. Your wife will know. Yeah, she, she, she has got a, like a ridiculous memory. She would know. She'd be able to tell you instantly. Um, I have a terrible memory. That's something that is true about me. No, I did not. I, am, I have a really, really bad memory. Hmm. Anyway... Um, so here we uh, are. Baby sounds will be coming. Will be coming intermittently from our third host. And you're welcome. And okay. you're welcome. <laughs> it's hard to predict when they'll come, but they will come. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about first. No, the first man. Yes, it's confusing because there's a Hulu show called The First. Yeah, yeah. Which is about Sean Penn going to Mars. Is there a the at the beginning of this movie title? No, it's just, it's just first man. First man. Mm-hmm. It's the first on Hulu, and then, and then first, first man. man. Got it. In theaters. Got it. Near you. Directed by uh, Damien Chazelle, who is the lovely uh, La La Land and Whiplash director. Yeah. Which, does he, is it, I wonder if he's capable of making a bad movie. I, I wonder, because this is like. Uh, Not to spoil I, the rest I, of the episode. I, but. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I know it's too early, but oh my gosh. I cried like five times during this movie, CJ. Uh, I, okay, so I need to I need to preface this. Uh, the dude next to me fell asleep seven times at least, snoring. Wow. I, I actually, I had to wake him up because the <laughs> awkwardness of the situation was so potent that I took one for the team. You, you woke were like him the up, king of bad movie experiences. And I was like... Sorry, bro, you were snoring. And he's like, what? 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 I'm like, you were snoring really Please loud. Please leave the he's theater. Like, Sorry. <laughs> and I literally, I was wearing a button-up shirt with a shirt underneath. I took off my button-up shirt. I had to flip it around so that I could rest my shirt over my nose because he smelled so bad. 
My gosh. So some, yeah, somewhat detracted. I always thought if I was like, oh, I'll grab a lone seat next to another lone seat because I'll probably be there with some bro who respects the movie theater. But I think that that strategy has proven ineffective. Yeah. So... Anyway, so I'm there's so that. Sorry. So although I did not cry, and he just totally anyway, it's fine. Although ruined, I didn't, he ruined the movie for you. He ruined you the end. Like go see it again. the really emotional, potent ending that All I right. know was there. Spoiler alert: We won't talk about it at this very moment, but for sure, yeah, from yeah, this point on, stop sure. listening if you haven't seen it. Also, go, go see, see it. it. Yeah. Oh great. my gosh. No, this movie was uh, phenomenal, and Damien Chazelle, like from well, first of all, from Whiplash. To La La Land was a jump. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Huge uh, genre shift. But then also... Pff, Huge genre shift. Again, from both of them. And ones. after three movies, you can see... Uh, you can see some like yeah he's got some some signatures yeah and but they're but but none of them bother me I I really I feel like he is he's a he's a filmmaker that you can see in his work but like not to the point that he's taking over sure that he's like oh this is my movie he really I feel like he's treating the material so well I I'm sorry I just so like, are we in the nerd out we, portion? We, we, I can't help myself okay honestly <laughs> I I'm a I've been a space nerd since I was a little kid um, I love. And I love this story so much. And it is. It's like a legend of our country. Like, it is. This is, like, mythic stuff here. Um, But it actually happened. Yeah. Amazingly. Amazingly. And and this movie, like I said, it made me cry, like, five times. Like, I could not. I was every... It was, like, every new, like, sequence. I was just, like, so overwhelmed. And the ending was just so beautiful. I, I... Anyway, yeah, I, I I don't even <laughs> I don't even have words. I was speechless. It was like a like a spiritual experience for me. I will. I'll jump in with what I wanted. So there's a lot of stuff to nerd out about. Yes, and oh my I gosh, I yes. did I did consciously like prioritize my nerding about okay, this movie. Great, I love and, that. And number one, what's making? So I love I love Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. All right. He's a charmer. Mm-hmm. He's attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, like, attractive but, like, not douchey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He, like, does really well. And yeah. I like most of his movies. Um, but he generally has always been Ryan Gosling. Yeah. You know, he ha- he's, you know, it's the same kind of guy. And although you could see Ryan Gosling in this, I did not know that that man could act <laughs> as well as he did. Did you see Blade Runner? Uh, I did not see Blade oh, Runner. Oh man, because well, is he great you know, it's a similar character, all things considered. <laughs> sure. Um, I, I was just gonna make a joke about this movie could have been called Blade Runner 1969. <laughs> um, but he he he's a very stoic character in Blade Runner, and he's very stoic in this movie. Um, but yeah, my gosh, this is definitely this, his most impressive yeah, acting turn. And this wasn't like like stoic. Yes, is an adjective that you could use. But it was it was almost like like conflicted or tortured or sorrowful like everything oh, yeah. everything that you could see in his face, oh, and and it jumps to my number two of prioritizing, which was the genius of simplicity in oh, this yes. movie because it was not it is as hard as it is for me to believe that the conversation about him joining NASA was like oh yeah it'll be an adventure. And then there's a smile, and then that was the whole conversation. There was such beauty in the simplicity of their conversations mm-hmm. and their sorrow of their daughter and trying to start a new chapter and like everything that was tied up that was that was that was in this little package of 
two or three lines was absolutely incredible. And that, that, that I think that is credited not only to acting, uh, but also to Damien Chazelle. Yeah. And and uh, the writer, oh, man, is it Josh Singer? Oh, I should have had this pulled up. Uh, the, the Damien Chazelle wrote, I think, or at least co-wrote both Whiplash and La La Land. Um, but this movie he did not write. Um, he actually, uh, let's see. I'm just going to make sure. Man, his, his career, he just like... Made a short of Whiplash. Josh Singer. I wanted to say Josh Singer, but I was like, why am I confusing him with Brian Singer? No, didn't no, you Josh just, Singer. Didn't you just say Josh Singer? I did say Josh. I just okay. wanted to be right. Oh, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. I was right. I'll I was confirm. Right. Josh Singer. Uh, great script. Really, really so great good. script. Um, and they purportedly were as faithful as they could be to who he was and how things went. Um, I, just, I have to, just a couple of notes, uh, I should say nerd out notes about some of the details um, yes, Ryan Gosling's acting was just superb. Like, fit same, the role so beautifully. Yeah, same with Claire Foy. Claire Foy, amazing. Um, her act, she had, she struggled a little bit with the dialect. She's British and it showed a little mm. bit. Um, mm. but other than that, I mean, gosh dang, like, she, I, I'm, I was racking my brain afterwards trying to think of anybody else who could have done what she did with mm. that role. And uh, she may be one of the finest actresses working right now. She's just so good. Um, I loved, Giselle's um, decision to uh, to to focus on details, <laughs> to focus on these little details, like on, in every scene where they're preparing to do a mission, um, and really throughout the entire movie. But the one that really stuck out to me was when you get these really crazy close-up montages of. Like when they're the, in the cockpit, the, yeah, like yeah. the puckered steel and the you know the bent bolts and the you know the shaking. Everything is shaking, and it's yeah. all, and everything you can see, you can see the sort of like slapdash mechanical engineering that went into putting this stuff together, and how precarious every single moment was. Um, there was a point uh, in the movie, I think, uh, somewhere around a third of the way through, and. Once again, spoilers. It's when they're up. I mean, all, it's all history too. So if you're like a nerd about, you know, yeah, yeah. the moon, moon landings, and you'll you'll already know about all this stuff. A lot of it I had like heard about, had, had forgotten, and hadn't put it into the sort of linear narrative. Anyway, so there, so uh, Neil and um, his buddy, whose name I can't remember either, um, like were, at the end, no, near the beginning, were up in the. Um, uh, they were doing the, the first mission where they were docking with oh, uh, yeah, another yeah, object, yeah. and yeah. They, they they went into that spin. Um, oh, that that oh. scene, that sequence, I realized from the very beginning, because it's not only when they're in this death trap spinning machine, it's like getting onto the thing to begin with, getting launched up in that rocket, mm-hmm. like that, that whole thing. And then finally, and then, and then having to find this pinprick object in outer space and you don't get a sense for how, I mean, vast space is, how vast just the near Earth orbit. It's so vast. Yeah. But it's like finding a house-sized object is like this crazy, you can't call it a needle in a haystack. It's, a, it's like a pinprick in the blackness. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like they, so anyway, um, that whole sequence, I, I, I had this like sudden realization. I was like, I'm watching a horror movie. This is a horror movie. Mm. These guys are stuck in a haunted house that is, that is tr- going to tear them to pieces. And like they... Like every moment of that was so terrifying and so viscerally like uncomfortable, um, and I just I, like the the amount of appreciation that you that you can't help but feel for the people who went through that yeah. <laughs> at the time. Like it was insane. Yeah. Nothing that they did should have worked. 
it so, was anyway. Yeah. So I I have in all of the space everything. Yeah. That I have ever watched, I've never understood them in the contraption that makes them like spin really fast and then pass out. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that it's that's just like G forces in general, and them like going fast in the jet. I never could really like totally put that together. But again, Damien Giselle and the writer Josh Singer did did that, where they show the kind of this moment of him trying to steady the thing, and then he passes out and he yeah. wakes up. He's like, "I got it," and then it, and you're it like, actually oh, that's why you that's know why he that. did that, <laughs> and he was you know close to passing out, and that whole and and just like your when your mind is playing through the physics of it, right? The physics of this thing is spinning. And there's literally nothing to stop it. Yeah. There's no air resistance. There's no gravity. If Even if whatever the problem is stopped right now, it would still forever be doing that. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And let's say they pass out. Doesn't matter. I mean, if they pass out and then it, they're for. They'll die. <laughs> for forever. Yeah. That thing is spinning yeah. and their bodies are falling apart spinning. That is just a terrifying. I get what you mean by horror film. Like the yeah. whole, it's nothing can stop it. The only thing that could stop that moment was him not passing out and, and problem ha- solving and problem solving in the, in the in moment. The most, like ah, it's just it, like it's uh, claustrophobic so to think about. Um, I I loved this movie because I felt like it was so everybody really loved Gravity. I think for good reason. Gravity was a really good movie. Yeah. Gravity had a lot of really good things going for it. Um, and it was a gripping and suspenseful and amazing and awe-inspiring movie. But the story was not that good. The characters were not that good. They were kind of like tacked on at the end. Like, what do we do? How, like, this is this is the thing. This is the experience we want the audience to have. Sure. How do we sort of just inject a story into it? And and it, that's what that's how it felt. This movie is not only like a good story. It's true. Yeah. So you get to you get all that that incredible awe-inspiring experience of like this really grounded, well, no pun intended, space movie, <laughs> um, but with a story that is deeply meaningful yeah. and true and very, very well told. Um, I just, man, I was just so blown away. I, I really, and okay, so my final nerd out thing is the thing that I, I can't, I have not been able to stop thinking about since I left the theater. Did you see it in IMAX? No. Oh, Couldn't, I know, I oh, tried man. to. Okay, so... If you haven't seen an IMAX, I would say go back and watch it again okay. without a smelly, snoring person next to you, <laughs> and and also see it in IMAX. There, are, because the moon sequences were actually shot in IMAX. Mm. So there's a moment, there's a moment when he is like they've landed on the moon. Which, by the way, that entire sequence leading oh up to it, gosh. amazing, yeah. just just such incredible suspense. Anyway, and yeah, so they get up to the they get up to the moon. Um, they landed on the moon, the hatch opens, and when the hatch opens, the camera pans down to reveal the surface of the moon firsthand, and, it, and as it's panning down, the, and it's the aspect ratio opens up to oh. IMAX. So it really, it really feels like you're stepping onto the surface of the moon. It is so exquisite. And yeah, as you said, to silence. Yeah. To absolute silence. And um, the the moment of his boot first touching oh, the man. ground, it was the the thing that is so beautiful about this movie is that um, it's like you know in concert the writer and director the whole team behind this movie they found they identified the most critical the most important moments 
in the entire moon landing saga mm-hmm. and they and they gave the right and they treated every single one of them the, the perfect way yeah um yeah i uh the the three so i had three thoughts one uh i love that damien chazelle told the story from their point of view because the amount of like outward shots Looking into, I think I'm he disagrees. No, I think Cal, he disagrees Cal, with Cal, me. Cal has some things. He's he like, I say. refuse. So we're gonna let him. We're gonna let him say his piece. What do you? What do you have to talk about, Cal? He's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I think that you guys should talk about how I'm gonna get fed next. <laughs> dude, that is a. You have a chunky baby. He is like 22 pounds. Just he's a, the, hey, he's dude. the size of like an eight month old or a, a nine month old. <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway uh, yeah, so I love the, the choice, the very deliberate, obvious choice that Damien Chazelle told the story from what Neil was seeing. Like, because it really, the only outside shot, let's take when they're spinning out of control, for example. The only outside shot we see is from a camera that's like attached to the, the, the craft. There's no wide shots. Yeah. You're in, you're in that stuck with, there him. with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they did that like through all the launches and everything. You don't really like the the end launch of Apollo is eleven. Yeah, there. Are, yeah, there are a couple of um, there are a couple. Yeah, there, there's. So this is another wonderful, wonderful choice. Is is saving the wides. Yeah. So there was there was just a, like you know you didn't in all the launches up to the up to the Apollo eleven you don't get to see. Like a really like majestic wide shot of the rocket launch, but yeah. then, but then when the Apollo 11, Apollo Eleven launches, then you see it and it's treated in all of its grandiosity, yeah. and it is so stunning and beautiful and like, it, yeah, it's like it's it is it is incredible, and the way that they he basically like held held back until that moment so that it it felt as significant as it was, yeah, um, and the same thing. I mean, there was a. When you know there was one shot where they where they you know were like really really wide in space, like as you see the sort of capsule just bulleting across <sighs> yeah. the screen. Oh yeah. Um, oh man. And you know, and knowing, and but but you know, not seeing that until you know what they're in, <laughs> which yeah. is which is a tin can. And it was, and they used that at the right time. It was a passage of time, mm-hmm. right? It was yeah. like four days yeah. and they were up there. Yeah, for sure. The other, my last nerd out moment is uh, what this movie was able to put into context. Uh, for me, as you know, this was sixty nine, mm-hmm. right? Nineteen sixty nine. So my dad was four, right? <laughs> so this is this is pretty far away from my lifetime. It's yep. it's history, um, and unless I really really got into it, it was not something that I thought about a whole lot. Yeah. So this movie did two things. It made me aware of two things that I had never considered before. One. This was science fiction to the human race. <laughs> yeah. This was like, like, it's just, there's no, like, so, so many people just thought, what, there's no way. To the point, to the point that even, you know, you have those naysayers today that are like, oh, it was fake. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. Like that, it's not even, it was like what teleportation is to me right now, yeah. getting on the moon was to them. Oh, yeah. And the fact that NASA pulled it off was just like, just mind blowing. Literally unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I had never thought I like people had told me that before, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But this movie like put it into context of just like how absurdly incredible that was. And so intensely relevant. Because what are we in right now? What like 
what are we where where are we right now? We are in the same place mm-hmm. where yeah. people are talking about whether it's worth establishing uh, a colony on the moon or uh, or getting a space station in, in moon's yeah. orbit or getting to Mars. Like yeah. we're talking about, we're having those same conversations and they're reaching a fever pitch and people are using all the same. I loved the sequence where, and you really, you know, it, he, he was not um, discrediting the naysayers at the time. Like you really started to wonder because you see, you're seeing people die. You're seeing how the families are getting torn apart. Yeah. You're seeing the, the, the incredible – and you're wondering why are we doing this? And then you get to hear the protesters say, yeah. why are we doing this? Yeah. This is insane. And you had like quite the montage of a, a poem song mm-hmm. um, you know, from just like – an African American hippie, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes. And he's yeah, he's, he's like, like this I'm, is this is insane. And yeah. you, and you're and, and you're you're compelled by that. You're like, oh totally. You're, you're like, like absolutely. He's right. We should have done this. This was stupid. <laughs> Why did we do this? This is a terrible idea. Yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. And it clicks. And you're like, that's why. Yeah. And it, you and it's indescribable. There, there there isn't like a reason. I mean, the best the best uh, one of my favorite, probably my favorite line from any speech ever throughout all of history was um, Kennedy when he said, we do these things not because they are hard, not because, what, jeez. Now you can't remember. <laughs> now I can't remember. I've quoted this line, uh, uh, anyway, a uh, hundred times. But, um, uh, yeah, not because they're easy, but because they're hard, I think, is, um, is, the, is the line. And it's, and it's so simple and it's so straightforward. It's like, yeah. but we're, we're, you, you climb Mount Everest not because there's something important to get from the top, yeah. but because it's there. Yeah. You go to the moon not because... It's important to get go to the moon to get cheese or diamonds or something yeah. or moon rocks. Yeah. But because it's there. And it and the the aspiration to do something that's that's that should be impossible, to do something that nobody has ever done before and that and that is just reaching. It's just reaching. That is it's its own goal. It's the own it's its own justification. Yeah. And 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 honestly, no other logical argument it can't stand up to it. Yeah. You and and the and that's like, to me that was like the 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 grandest success of the movie um was in communicating that so powerfully. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this the second thing that it put into context for me um which is related to what you just said was the famous line of one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Yeah. I it's quoted all the time. It's oh, yeah. everywhere in pop culture. You hear it in well, it's school. It's like part of our DNA now. <laughs> yeah, you just it's everywhere. Uh, but wa- having just watched everything that I just watched, all of the effort, all of the lives given. Uh, speaking of freaking the fire burning, oh, and my then gosh, it that just scene. it just pops out. You just you come outside the door, and it just goes. Poof. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. And you know exactly what happened. Oh, Horrifying. that is just oh so bad. Yeah. And then them telling him on the phone, and he squeezes the glass anyway. Whoo! <laughs> it's yes. good. Uh, yes. But yeah, the the that line of one small step for man. I had never really thought about it. To be honest, it was just a line, a famous line. Um, like in my head, I know this is really – I probably shouldn't admit this. But in my head, it was as significant as say hello to my little friend, right? <laughs> it was like I didn't even give some, it a second Some thought. line some some it, screenwriter wrote. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but then like just everything in context of one giant leap for mankind is like an understatement. That was such a big deal, such a big moment 
Oh, anyway, I just uh, – it was – you know, I I want to make movies that like make a social impact. That's my goal, uh, and this movie was freaking one of them. Yeah, it was really really good. Yeah, um, the I think the thing, maybe one of the things that imp- that impressed me the most in terms of storytelling, um, because it was such a deliberate choice and it was it was handled so so carefully and so successfully. Um, was the way that it humanized the whole story. This wasn't a story about NASA. It wasn't a story about America. It wasn't a story about the, you know, it wasn't a story about the, the, the whole team. It was a story about Neil Armstrong. Yeah. And it wasn't a story about his family either, although they were very much part of it. It was a story about him. And, um, and the, and I, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know if this is like perfectly accurate or if it was a little bit of a, an embellishment, but regardless, it was incredibly powerful. Um, one of the best setups and payoffs I've seen in any movie ever. With the bracelet? With the bracelet. Yeah. He's he he's sobbing because his daughter just died of cancer. Which I didn't know Ryan Gosling could pull a scene off like that. That had that much but, heft to but it. He did, but and he it did. was so good. And then and then just that quick shot of him putting that into his desk drawer, the bracelet his the the, the bracelet into his desk drawer. And then you don't see it again. No. Nope. The entire movie. There isn't like, you know, some moment where he's like slipping into his pack or like, there, you don't see it again the entire movie. The entire movie. All you see is exquisitely intimate shots of him playing with his daughter's hair and like <sighs> singing to his daughter. And like those, those moments, which is, which is how she lives in his mind, mm-hmm. that's the reminder you get throughout the movie that, that she is playing such a huge part in his motivation and who he is and how he's responding to all these things, good and bad. Yeah. You, know? The, 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 you know, the really unhealthy decisions he makes and then the really, like, you know, the incredibly courageous things that he does, all because of her. So you get those reminders, and then at the very end, at the very end, mm-hmm. he's standing on the edge of a giant moon crater, <laughs> staring into darkness, yeah. and he opens his hand, and there's the bracelet. Yeah. And, and he lets it drift into the crater, and you're like, there was no, there was no chance you weren't going to remember the beginning of the film in that moment. Oh, yeah. They didn't need, it was, it was such a perfect setup and payoff. And so, so my, my poor wife <laughs> was sobbing she was she she was like she like was holding onto my arm at like trying to keep herself from like vocally sobbing yeah she was like trying to stay quiet with like how hard she was crying and i was like you know tears but like <laughs> my gosh like i yeah it's just so so beautiful yeah um, it was um it, it was so sad and so anyway everything. yeah it was one of those I, again going back to ryan gosling like that so i teared up with the bracelet when he opens his hand yeah it, oh it, yeah all the emotion just like just punches you in the face yes uh i cried there and then i also cried when uh, when he's at the kitchen table telling his kids, when his oh, oldest yeah. son asks, but you might not come back. Yeah. And he was like fidgeting with his hands and kind of not making eye contact. Oh, I was crying there too. Uh, again. Re- re- reciting lines memorized for a press release. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Which, oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, 
I was I was disappointed that it only made like sixteen million or eighteen million or whatever at the box office. I I, I, I might give that up to marketing because I'm heavily involved in this scene and did not see a ton for it. Yeah, I mean, it could have been marketed more heavily. I know that it's 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 a strong push toward award season, and they think it'll have legs. Like people are going to be coming back and going over time, and that may be true. But like. It was pretty depressing to see it lose out so catastrophically to, like, Venom <laughs> on its <laughs> second weekend. Yeah. You're like, really? Yeah. Anyway, um, I I loved this movie. I loved this movie. I It was, you know, I think it sort of was became instantly my favorite movie this year. Um, and that's after uh, A Star is Born, which I... Really loved. I really loved A Star is Born. I, I was hoping that we could talk about it, but I don't think you've seen it. I haven't. I okay. have not. Well, you're going to see it. We'll, 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 we'll make mention of it in a future episode. But yeah, um, but yeah first, the first man was everything it needed to be and, and much, much more. And I am uh, just, you know, could not encourage anyone more highly to go see this movie yeah. in the theater, in IMAX, if you possibly can. Um, because there won't be another... There won't be another movie like this for a long, long time. Mm. Um, and uh, that's a true thing. My son is looking at me like Just he staring. agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there anything else to, to I say? I don't think so. Um, I, I want Damien Chazelle to keep making movies until he dies um, 80 years from now because, Agreed. my gosh, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so Whip, good. Whiplash is on my top 10. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, La La Land is. Wonderful! It's I watched, fantastic. I I, I, yeah. I loved La La Land. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, um, you get to send us off because you said uh, you could. Do you, do you want to thank Michael oh, Bonmiller? Yeah, I do. I do want to thank Michael Bonmiller. <laughs> thank you, Michael Bonmiller, for the excellent intro and outro music. Um, leave a review on iTunes yeah. for us because yeah. you love us and because you love our podcast. And uh, you can engage with us on Facebook. Um, you can engage with CJ on Facebook. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, in the Real Contender Facebook group. Facebook, yeah. It's a Facebook page. Page. Yeah. Okay, I don't know anything. Come on, get, get hip with the cool kids. Okay, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's that. So remember to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut. Cut.